Hey everybody, Marcus Engel here. Welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. Uh, I'm your host and this is the, com- the Compassionate Podcast where I teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Today, as often happens, I have in the studio with me, the hotness. That is a mouthful. That's a lot of C's. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's a lot (laughs) lot of C's. C's. More than the seven (laughs) C's of the world. Uh, That was a terrible joke. That was a dad joke. That's a bad dad joke. Bad dad joke. (laughs) So today, I thought uh, I thought I could talk about my favorite nurses. I thought Ooh. we would talk about our favorite nurses. I love that. Yes, and okay. and it's uh, and there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. That's that's why it's kind of hard to talk about our favorite nurses, uh, because if it's I impossible. think of yes, I literally dozens, if not hundreds, of nurses that I could say are my favorite. People have heard me talk about Jennifer, who was. The person who held my hand while I was in the emergency room and who said those two compassionate words, I'm here, to me. Yes, Jennifer's one of my favorite uh-huh. nurses. Barb, who was with me uh, for the majority of my hospitalization, of course she's one of my favorite nurses. Yes. Um, then you have my three aunts that I grew up with that are, that are all now retired, but uh, all three nurses. Yes. So when when I when I talk about my favorite nurses, there's there's a lot to pick from. But and, right, and I'm going to say I'm going to interrupt you, and you're going to lose yeah. your train of thought. But I think because of your books and because of you, Barb and Jenny are a lot of people's favorite nurses. Oh boy, I hope I hope that their I, example I is is for others too. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, we show up sometimes for you to speak, and we've had people. Where the whole crowd is wearing "I love Barb" t-shirts Shirts that say "I, I want to be a Barb. Barb," yeah, which just is it's, amazing. It's just so, so sweet. And hope special. I didn't make you lose your No, no, though. you're fine. But. So right now, though, if I had to, if I had to pick my favorite nurses, it's really hard to pick anyone other than our daughters. Um, yeah, my, uh, my stepdaughter, your natural daughter, uh, Taylor, has been an emergency room nurse here in uh, Orlando for, what, three, four, five years now? Yeah. And our daughter-in-law, Lexi, has been an ICU nurse here in Orlando for, gosh, seven, eight years probably. Yeah. And so our daughters, our, our my daughter and... My daughter-in-law. They're just both our daughters. Yeah, they're just both our daughters, and it's it's a little hard for for us to talk about this right now because uh, there's some bittersweet things going on with uh, with our daughter-in-law, our daughter uh, Lexi. She is getting ready to move and taking our son with her, <laughs> with her uh, to she better. Yeah, she better. They have uh, to stay together. <laughs> to start um, nurse anesthetist school in Texas. And so in the next several weeks, they will be uprooting from here in Orlando. We're very lucky that all three of our kids and their families have been here in town for years. And uh, Jordan and Lexi are moving to Texas for her to start nurse anesthesia school. So, um, my daughters, how can I say that there's anybody that's my favorite other than, than our daughters? 
I know. It, it would be hard to pick someone over them, but they have to be included in the favorites. They are they are, in, they are incredible nurses yeah. on their own. I mean, and we aren't the only ones who think that. They get all kind of uh, acknowledgments and awards, and awards yeah. regularly. They are, they are incredible people and, um, and incredible nurses. You know, with something as funny is whenever I'm at a speaking engagement and people find out that our daughters are nurses and I... And they say, oh, well, you must have had such a great influence on them to become a nurse. No, uh-uh. <laughs> wasn't me. It wasn't me. In fact, um, our daughter, before we were even married, I believe, was working as a CNA. And she was working in long-term care. She still has a, a heart for geriatrics. And she was the one uh, who was in nursing, I think, uh, potentially even before you and I started dating. And... Lexi was actually introduced uh, to Jordan at one of my speaking engagements when she was a student nurse and Jordan was there assisting with me and selling books. And so I can't take any kind of credit for the reason that our daughters became nurses, but I have to tell you, it's a little, it's, it's almost like three decades later, four decades later, it's almost like sitting around my family's, uh, my grandmother's dining room table again with family members that are full of nurses that are talking about their jobs and uh, sharing some of their struggles with the, the joys and the challenges of, of professional caregiving, professional nursing. So it's to me, it feels a little full circle, but more than anything, how can we not say that we are just bursting with pride um, at the fact that we have not only wonderful kids, but wonderful kids who have dedicated their lives to helping take care of sick, injured, vulnerable patients. I know. They, they, they do. It's like, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And, and on top of it, nurses have the best story. Oh, I yeah. Mean, and they tell the best. They tell them the best. And... I mean, nurses are amazing people. They're loving, generous people. Anyway, we we adore nurses all the way around. And then when you have them in your family, it's... You feel pretty blessed. You do. <laughs> you feel pretty blessed. And I know that uh, if, if you're not in healthcare, if you, if you do have other people who are in your family who are healthcare professionals, guess what? They are the defense facto go-to expert anytime you have a question about, hey, does this rash look like something I ought to have a doctor see? Uh, even if the person is a doctor. Um, <laughs> hey, does this rash look like somebody I ought to have somebody that's not related to me see? Uh, and it, it's it, when you're when you're in a uh, health profession and you've got more clinical knowledge than the average person on the street. You just become, I think that's the, what, the ipso facto or de facto. I don't know all of my <laughs> Greek or Latin or whatever that is. Uh, but you are the one who, who is the keeper of medical knowledge. And so uh, for those of you who are nurses like our daughters who who get the questions from all the family members about, hey, is this concerning or not? Um, and, and can suggest to family members what they should be doing to help take care of their, 
their themselves or their chronic illness, their condition. Uh, we we just we just love you. We salute you. We embrace you, and um, just like our favorite nurses, uh, you guys are our favorites too. So thank you so much for doing what you do on the job every day. Uh, and happy Nurses Week, happy Hospitals Week, happy Patient Experience Week, all of those things that are occurring at this time of year to celebrate you, celebrate one another too. So thank you all so much for being with us for this episode of Compassion and Courage. I'm Marcus Engel, and with me, as always, is The Hotness. Yep, that's right, Marveline. Yeah, also Marveline. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you all so much again for being with us, and thank you to everyone who is subscribing and sharing and reviewing and rating and commenting on the podcast. We very much appreciate your interaction. Uh, If there's anything that you want us to talk about, if there's any special guests that you think would make a really great guest, uh, please feel free to reach out. We would love to hear your stories. We'd love to hear about those heroes of yours, and maybe we can get them on the podcast and share their stories with everyone. So. Thank you again for being part of this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare.